This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 20 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Merry Christmas, all. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They bring you the news through hail or high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. Merry Christmas, Helena. Oh, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to have a very white Christmas. We're going to have a very white weekend, a very white Christmas, and a very cold and icy New Year's. Yeah, yeah we're getting uh, a blizzard. Yeah, you're getting a blizzard. A real blizzard, too. We're talking about a foot of snow with 40-mile-an-hour winds right along the coast up there in Boston. Yep. I'm I'm pretty close to the coast, so we usually are spared the brunt of whatever storms come this way. So, you know, we get dumped on, but because I'm so close, the ocean whatever the ocean magic prevents us from getting really dumped on but this time it's not going to happen we're going to no, just I get don't think the magic we're going to get whaled on like everybody else yeah you're not no magic well it is magic if you like snow well i'll tell you it's great time of year to have snow yeah you know, it's december it's a week before christmas but aren't you supposed to be going on vacation tomorrow i am supposed to be leaving my husband and daughter and i are supposed to be heading to uh Aiken, South Carolina for 10 days. Well, you're not going to have any snow there, I can tell you. (laughs) No. And we rent a car. So when we drive, we usually drive down because we make it an adventure. And um, so we rent a car. And the problem is the cars that we are going to rent don't have all-wheel drive. Uh. But our own car, we have a Subaru. And I can go through, I can drive through anything in that car. But I'm just not comfortable driving it 16 hours, you know. So now we're trying to figure out how to get an all-wheel drive vehicle, and they want to charge us $800. Oh, so oh, wow. yeah, yeah, I'm not. I, it's just I don't think I'm destined to get out of Boston in the winter. <laughs> You're leaving. You're going on vacation. It's the first one in forever. We should tell people that we're actually recording this on Friday, even though it's going on the website and live on on the 23rd on Tuesday. So, but we are recording on Friday a little ahead of time because you're going to be out of town. Okay. So what's in Aiken? Uh, well, it's actually not Aiken. It's Lexington, South Carolina, which is just a little bit north of Aiken. Um, I have family there, and then I have a friend in Aiken. I have uh, a few clients in Aiken. So, um, so you're going to make get, the rounds, huh? Well, yeah. You know, I can't leave my horse in my home for 10 days and not catch a ride somewhere. So I figure Aiken, <laughs> Aiken's only a half hour from where I'm going to be staying. So I'll head there for a day or two and see if I can catch a ride. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, you should. Who, what client? You, know, you have some eventing clients down there, right? Yes. Uh, Craig Thompson is down oh, there. Yeah? So yeah. Um, that's some of Craig Thompson eventing. And Craig and Sarah Heffron are also the organizer of the Aiken Event Horse Sale, which is held down in um, 
it's actually in Wagner, South Carolina. So, um, and they've got they a lot ones? of big name vendors coming to an, that sale. We did an ad last week, uh, last week on last week's episode for, for a clinic, for an eventing clinic. Are they the same ones that are doing that as well? Same organizers. Yep. It's the Aiken eventing camp. And, um, it's Is this the first some- time they've done this? Yeah, first time, um, and it features Craig and Allison Springer, who a lot of people may have heard of um, as instructors. They're going to have seminars, um, vets, and it's like a little version, of, a mini version of Stable Scoop. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so there's, yeah, there's there's going to be education both on and off the horse, and uh, I don't think that's in February, February one first, I think through the sixth. So okay. I won't be down there for that, but I'm going to try and make it down for the Aiken Eventor Sale this year. Which, oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, cool. There is no other place to see nice horses You go. know what? I should meet you over there, and we can record a show with all the eventers while we're there. Not a bad idea. Yeah, we should That's going to that. be in They're March. March be there. <laughs> 3rd, I think. All, um, the, all the big names will be there. We should... Yeah, and they have, you know, the I'm in the market for a horse right now, and they it's nice because they sell horses that range from you know three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars, all the way up to two hundred thousand dollars. Well, so. <laughs> so you're going to buy one of the two hundred thousand ones that you in line for that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to mortgage two houses, and uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking at more like the you know the under five. <laughs> Well, we should tell everybody that we really are just, we have the, the we're going to enjoy Christmas. This this episode is you and I sitting and catching up. We have been so busy with so many cool topics over the last two months. You know, this show has gone, we originally started it, it's changed so much from what we had planned in the beginning. Yeah. You know, isn't that funny how it works? Yep. Uh, we, we had planned to do news segments and all this stuff, and then it turned into doing this one topic because we just didn't have time to cover everything in the depth that you and I like to cover stuff. Uh, we just like to talk too much. And so today we're going to go over, uh, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to go through our the winner of the pink contest, where a while back when we actually did the shows with Rods and Equestrian Collections, I asked people to write in, uh, uh, females mostly, I didn't get any males actually, uh, to write in why you would want to wear pink overalls and the winner, the best entry would actually, I would send them a pair of pink overalls. So we chose the winner, and we're going to read the top five entries for that. Plus, also, I put on a a request on the Chronicle forums for people to tell me what their traditions are with their horses and their barns at on Christmas Day. And we got about 10 or 12 of them, and some of them were really good, and they brought back memories from we when we owned our farm. And now you have your farm, so you're going to start new ones. But uh, the, some of them are really good. So we'll, we'll go over some of those today as well. But first, I have a surprise for you. For me? S- for you. Yes, I do. So hold on here one second. Okay. We're going to uh, gonna do something mm. here. Now, now, that was a good surprise. Close your eyes. You can't see the surprise here. Okay. Can't see where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll see if uh, we'll see if I can make this surprise work. Actually, <gasps> never. And you looked. You're supposed <gasps> to have your eyes closed. Darn, that's why you wanted me to close my eyes. <laughs> I thought it was just a joke. <laughs> no, I really wanted you to close your eyes. Let's see if uh, let's see if we even get an answer. That uh... as if. Oh my gosh. Merry Christmas, Halina. <laughs> Hi. Ho ho ho. 
You blew my eardrum out, girl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Merry Christmas, dear. We should tell everybody that this is my wife, Jennifer, who happens to be uh, Helena's bestest, bestest friend and vice versa. So we thought we'd just, for the Christmas episode, get my wife on here for a little bit. Oh, you want to talk about two women who can talk horses until the cows come home. Yeah, I'm just going to leave now and come back in an hour. <laughs> yeah, Helena and I, can, between the two of us, can talk, talk the spots off of Dalmatian. Uh, Jennifer, oh you just had your your uh, lunch Christmas party, didn't you? Yes, we had a lovely uh, luncheon and um, did, I, I think I called a dirty Santa, that sounds terrible, but where you, you pick a you pick a gift and you have to show everybody what it is, and then the next person who picks a gift can take yours. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, you oh, know, we yeah. Did, did that thing. I it, think it, they it call was, that a Yankee enormous. swap up here. What do they call it? Is that what that is? Yankee swap. Yankee swap, yep. Yeah, and you call it a dirty Santa, and that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> so, did you get some? Did you get something good and then get it taken away? Um, I was absolutely dead last. Oh, so you got to take anything you wanted? Yes, and I and um, I, I got us I got us something really really useful. We'll be filling up the gas tank in the in the PT Cruiser for quite some time. Oh wow, I like that idea. <laughs> what is it like a gas card? Well, it's a Walmart card, and the Walmarts down here have gas stations in them. Oh, oh there we go. That's cool. They always we have the ourselves che- yeah. They always have the cheapest gas too. Well, you should put a plug in for where you work now that we talked about your company Christmas party. Well, our, our wonderful, great fun Christmas party is at KDC Horse Supplies here in Lexington, and uh, you know we're we're a really fun place to work and nice, comfortable. You know, it's your classic little tax shop. The community gets to know everybody and. When you walk in the front door, the customers ask what your horse is doing, and you ask what their horses are doing, and you, you suffer through abscesses together, and all that great <laughs> stuff happens in tax shops. KBC actually can be found at KBC, is it kbcinternational.com or kbcint.com? Well, the KBC initials, and then it's horsesupplies.com. Okay, so kbchorsesupplies.com, and they supply a lot of the thoroughbred farms. We're in the midst of Lexington down here, in the midst of about 500 big, huge thoroughbred farms. Yeah, little yeah. tax shop. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> little tax shop with, like, the biggest thoroughbred horse farms as clients. Yes. Yes. We, we get to greet, we got to greet Ali Sheba when he came back from Dubai. Um, and then who else just came back in? Ali Sheba came back. And uh, Funny Side just came back down from Saratoga. We got to greet him when he came back into town. And, you know, so. and every once in a while, some really, really famous racehorse will get a little order in because he needs a new halter. Aww. And uh, they order it from us. It's, it's kind of fun being in those little tiny bits of history. You know, somebody yeah. will walk in the front door. Yeah, I groomed Northern Dancer. That's pretty exciting. You know, that's <laughs> like, this is like the horse world's version of Hollywood. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. Especially, and you know what's funny is uh, her store, the the governor's wife, the governor of Kentucky's wife, comes. she's a horse person, and she stops in the store all the time. So it's just kind of weird, you know, because you're down here, everybody's involved with horses. Yeah, Uh, and even even famous people get helmet hair. (laughs) (laughs) Hope she doesn't listen to the show. (laughs) I didn't say anybody's name. I just said famous people get helmet hair. (laughs) So, all right, I'm not going to wait. I am not wasting a long-distance phone call without telling Jen about my horse and his newborn. Okay. Okay. Give me the latest here. 
Oh my gosh, he is so fat. The 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 <laughs> new hay, the new hay. My horse was so skinny and in such pain last year from his elbow injury. And all I did was put him on decent hay and move him to a quiet little barn where I do, well, up here we call it rough board, but I think some other parts of the country will call it self-care. He has gained all of the weight he lost back. He's nice and fuzzy. He's very happy. And uh, I think going into the winter, he's going to be just fine in terms of weight and comfort. Now, is Mm -hmm. he rideable again or not? Oh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that maybe in the spring... I'll be able to just get on him and go for long walks. That's probably about all he'll be able to do from from here on out. Well, considering you didn't think he would be live would even have lived this long. No, we were, I mean, I made the the phone call to euthanize him and then to not euthanize him and within 3 hours on the same day. So, um yeah. And he was so skinny. I mean, he's a fat little quarter horse and so he got so skinny and um I had pictures of him and video on my blog and Jennifer, I'm like calling Jennifer every other day. Look at this picture. I posted his x-rays online so she could look at them. It was a wonderful adventure though. I mean, uh, you know, it's the kind of adventure you don't have to want to go on, but, um, but it was, it was really interesting to be able to trade all that information electronically and have an empathetic ear, you know, and, yeah. and I frankly learned a lot. I didn't know, I never knew that much about elbows before. Yeah, that makes two of us. And, you know, yeah, that's what I said. The horses have a way of teaching us things even when we're not on their backs. And the conversations oh, and the information that you and I exchanged over the course of last year was just amazing. Uh-huh. What we learned about yeah, equine anatomy. Um, what else did we learn? All, our, uh, well, kind of, all sorts of interesting things about the, the effects of long-term chronic pain on the animal and, you know, the, the progression of that type of injury, because it's not your, what he has is not your classic traumatic injury. Right. He, right. he has, he has something really more akin to um, a quarterback's shoulder. You know, it finally hit critical mass, an injury that had been, you know, early, way early on in his life was traumatic, but relatively small. But right. over the years, it eventually got to the point where, it became traumatic again because he kept using that part that was injured badly, you know, probably 10 years ago. You know, it yep. makes me think of, a, of a, uh, a professional athlete who early in their career had what appears to be a relatively minor injury. Oh, you're young, you're early in your career, let's take really good care of this and you'll be fine. Well, then that professional athlete goes on to do stellar things for another 8 or 10 years, and then it finally comes back to get him. Yep. You know, because it's the weak link. Yep. It was very interesting because you had the ability and the um, wherewithal to really invest a lot in investigating what the problem was. So we could look at all those x-rays and we could look at the videos and and really understand as much as possible what was going on versus taking a shot in the dark. Right. Right. whenever Whenever you're dealing with injuries higher up in their bodies with horses, so often we're just... You're shooting darts with a blindfold on most of the time. Oh, man, and it gets expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the more darts you throw, the, the more dollars you spend. That's right. So, uh, but, you know, know, when you, really, you know, when you have a horse that um, he's got as good a mind as he does, it's worth finding out what's wrong 
and you know he was and for those of you who don't know what what happened to my horse he ended up having a, a severe elbow injury that he's got all kinds of bone chips floating around in there and and um arthritis degenerative arthritis and, and the elbow is not a very common place to have this type of injury and as jen said it's it is akin to you know a high level athlete just basically breaking down his own body um but we had no way of knowing he presented as if he were tying up and so all of his symptoms it's just amazing in horses um the basic symptoms that can mean any number of problems it's just like in people you know you get a fever and it could be anything well yeah. with with my horse the way he presented we had him tested for EPM for Lyme for polysaccharide storage myopathy. I mean, we had a, a muscle biopsy yeah, done really, in this. You, yeah, you really went on a wild goose chase with it, and because you had no baseline, you had no reason to test him for those things beforehand. You had no baseline. In other words, you couldn't say, "Well, when we do this muscle biopsy a year and a half ago, when we did the muscle biopsy, it was different." What yep. appeared to be an iffy muscle biopsy was just the same iffy muscle biopsy he probably had his whole life, right. but. It, it confused the elbow issue because of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to give up on an animal because you just, and I mean, it got so expensive, but you feel, and me being a first time horse owner, this was my first, the first horse I personally owned. You, I, I was not prepared for how responsible I was for him emotionally. I could not, I found that I could not give up on this horse. I could not give him to a home as a companion animal. I could not put him down. I could not send him down south to retire. And I was not prepared for that. You know, I, um, so you just, you keep spending money until you can figure out what's wrong. And then you find out what's wrong and then you take it from there. But at least you know what you're dealing with. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's a, a pasture pet now and it's a, you know, kind of an expensive pasture pet. But, right. Uh, I still can't well, let him go. I mean, we, that would be like we giving. Must inter- we, we, we must interject here. He's he's a at this point, knock on wood. He's a sound pasture pet. He can wander around that pasture to walk and perfectly sound, and he even jogs around perfectly sound. He's not hobbling around. No, not anymore. Just like you know, you know, so uh, if Pete Sampras does in his elbow, he's going to be just fine to do things besides play professional tennis. Right. You know, right. Zeke is Zeke is a perfectly happy camper as long as nobody says, you know, let's go trot down this hill. Right. <laughs> yes, right. and, and Zeke is a very smart boy in that he won't trot down the hill unless you make him. And then he's perfectly happy to do it and go, oh, sure, if you tell me to do it, I'll go hurt myself doing it. But he's not going to yes. do it himself. <laughs> that is him. Yeah, my vet says that uh, we, he agrees with me and I say that Zeke is me in horse clothing. We are... And you know, people, they say people are like their pets, and you end up looking like them, too. I, my horse okay. and I are one in the same. Well, Helena, I hope you don't end up looking like your dog, then. <laughs> my dog is beautiful. So. Yeah, at about 800 pounds. <laughs> so what? <laughs> no, she's not. It's all, she's, she's just got a lot of fur. It's all fur. Yeah, she's yeah, big boned. And she's very sweet. <laughs> but is that, is that way your way is. That's why we have a greyhound, because I'm trying to look like my dog. In yeah, well, case. as long as you don't behave like your dog, because, you know, your dog's got some mental issues. <laughs> so, Jennifer, this is supposed to be a Christmas show. So let's, what was your favorite? We owned a farm for probably a lot of years, 15 years. And um, what was your favorite Christmas memory? We talked about this a little bit the other night. Uh, just tell us what, what we talked about the other night. 
Your favorite well, Christmas yeah. memory with the barn? Probably my favorite one was a million years ago when I did, I was a member of Pony Club. Um, what we used to do would be get all the little members together, the members' parents, and whoever else we could snarl that was willing to ride in the winter. And we would go over to the Army base in Carlisle in Pennsylvania there, and we would go Christmas caroling on horseback. Oh. Which wasn't the, that was the least fun of it, because most of us were too, too shy to sing. You know, we kind of mumbled the Christmas carols, but there was somebody there with a, a, a cassette player, <laughs> it was a long time ago, and playing them. But getting the ponies dressed up to do that, and we came up with some really obnoxious outfits. And <laughs> one year that we did that, it even snowed. Oh, so we awesome. went out about an hour and a half and wandered around the local army base, singing to the families on horseback in the snow. And uh, that that was that's at the top of the list, <sighs> definitely. I know. I used yeah. to like, and I, we we asked. Uh, I asked for comments on the Chronicle forum about Christmas traditions, and there were a lot of them that were similar. And we'll read some of them later here. But one of the things that was pretty consistent throughout it was uh, on Christmas Eve, bringing uh, mash and apples and and good glop out to the horses, and just sitting there in a hay baling, listen to them eat. And for some reason, on Christmas Eve, it was always more special just to sit there and listen to the horses eat. Mm. Everything's quieter, you know. It just seemed different on Christmas Eve. And, and, and invariably, the uh, official barn cat would curl <laughs> up on your lap and knit just a little more aggressively than she should. And uh, in Pennsylvania, at least in December, she was usually with child, so she was kind of fat. Yeah. Um, she was an outdoor barn cat, and uh, she'd sit there on your lap while the horses munched contentedly and made that little slurpy noise on their brand mash. And uh, the cat would knit on your lap, and you'd have to sit there for a good 45 minutes and just go, aww. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. One of the comments from somebody named Tricaner was just about this. She said, every Sunday during the winter, I do a nice hot mash. Christmas, they get a little nicer mix with applesauce. I love to see the sloppy faces taking a break from their lightly steaming slop. She, she called it <laughs> slop. I'd never heard it called slop before, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, well they, Jennifer... They they try to suck it up, you know? <laughs> hey, Jennifer, I appreciate you being on and surprising Helena today, but I know you have to get back to work. Yeah, they're, they're loading up one of the trucks. I better get in there and get a, give a hand. Otherwise, I'm going to be on everybody. Don't forget, we're going to see uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra tonight. So, I've, I've got my earplugs at the ready. Okay, That's your good. favorite. That's like the second time you've seen them this year, hasn't no, it's, it? Well, no, it's the third time we've gone to see them at Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Didn't you we're, just go someplace? You saw somebody... Recently. We actually went to the American Idol concert, of all things. And uh, d- don't send emails. Just don't bother sending the emails. Uh, <laughs> we know. We, we know. know. We're dorks. We know. We're dorks, and we're okay with it. And happy ho, 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 everybody. All right. See you tonight, Bye, dear. Jen. Bye. So there was your surprise. That was awesome. <laughs> I knew that would make your day. I know you've had a busy oh, totally week trying to get ready to go on vacation. I knew that would make your day. Oh. And uh, it's good, too. I'm glad that we, we talked a little bit about Zeke because then it, gave, it, it gives everybody uh, an idea that like, this is what horse people do. We right. can take one tiny little topic and go to town on it for like eight hours. 
You know, it's funny, too, when you think about all the shows we've had, just like last week's with the news, talking to people from New Zealand, horses do truly do bring people together around the world. And you, you, because you have that one thing in common, you can go hang out with a horse person, most horse people, you can go hang out with most horse people and just have a good time, even though you don't know anything else in common. Right. It's so cool that way. Well, let's get on to the pink stuff. Okay. I'll re- let me read the first one here. This was the f- first of the five entries. We'll read the winner last into the pink contest, which we had people write in why they uh, deserve to win the pink overalls from Rods. And we got some. We got 60 entries. Thank you, everybody. There were a lot of good ones. I had to pick out five of the top ones and then pick the winner, which was very difficult. So I ended up picking the top five and drawing a straw, basically. Uh, I, I narrowed it down to two, and then I had to go from there. I just, I just picked one So because there were a lot of good ones. But the first one said, Hello, Glenn. When I saw these pink bibs, the first thing that came to mind was I work on a ranch with all male ranch hands except me, in capital letters. There are times when I must remind them that they're... That their business must be taken care of behind the barn when a lady is present. Okay, now you can picture the scene. Yes. Now I do give them a little leeway due to the fact that they're all dressed quite alike in our canvas-colored bibs and our coats during cold weather. But if I were to be present wearing those darling pink bibs, there would be no mistake that I am near and the necessities of life need to be dealt with in another area. Thank you for listening to me in my dilemma. Well, I love I know. I, I, that was, I had, that one weighed real high on my. <laughs> yeah. That's from Kathy Smelter Powell. Okay, cool. You want to read the next one from Barbara I so. Sikora? I do. I believe I deserve to win the pink coveralls for Christmas because they would go to one of two very special sisters who were rescued from a tragic family situation by my daughter, Christy, and son-in-law, Chris. The girls have become caring, loving, contributing members of my daughter's family on their ranch in Montana. In the past year, they've learned to ride and help with all the ranch activities, do chores, caring for the animals in any weather, join 4-H and rodeo, even though they were city kids. They love it, and they try real hard. They had, um, they had three strikes against them, but are still in the game. I believe they are amazing considering the wounds they carry, the challenges they are facing head-on, and the progress they've made so far. They would love the coveralls. So if I won, I would buy the other pair so these special girls would both be warm this winter when outside doing chores. Sincerely, Barbara Sikora. That was a tough one, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, that one just tugs at your heart. I sort of felt like Ty in Extreme Home Makeover here with, with some of these. Oh, we uh, should be so lucky. I, <laughs> I wish I could just buy them all pink overalls, but uh, I, I can't do that this year. So, but We can pick one, and that's we a start. Pick, that, that's right. And the next one we did read before, but I'll read it again. Let me. This one got the funny award. Let me introduce you to the winner of your contest. My am, name is Deanna Men. Dida, and all I wear is pink. I live in a ranch. We've got a lot of ranchers here. I live in a ranch, and even my horse wears pink. My fishing pole is pink. My tackle box is pink. My mud boots pink. My camo pink. My suitcase is pink. My nursing bag pink. I am known as the pink nurse. I work with the elderly, and sometimes they cannot remember my name, but they remember I always wear pink. My gloves are pink. My spur straps pink. My cowboy boots pink. My frying pan pink. Never seen a pink frying pan. My measuring cup's pink. All my ball caps pink. My bathroom is pink camo. 
Oof. My kitchen bowl's pink. My obsession with pink started long ago when I realized that pink was my color and it also is my happy color. Sounds weird, but true. I hope it's our happy color. <laughs> as, as the years have passed, I am 45, soon to be 46 in December. Pink has served a purpose. No one takes anything of mine. Why? Because it's pink and everyone knows it's mine. A surefire way to ensure my fishing tackle always stays put is to always buy pink. So I need pink overall so everyone will leave mine alone and I'll be warm when I go to cover my horse with his beautiful pink blanket. <laughs> so that one got the chuckle award this year. That's for sure. I like that one. All right. Now we have two more, right? Yep. And the next one's from a friend of ours. Yes. Deanna Castro. Um, Deanna writes, hi, Glenn. Oh, what a great contest. Oh, I know, Deanna. My thoughts exactly. The reason I think I should win the pink overalls is for a few reasons. My first reason is that since the birth of my son, I have not yet gotten to update my winter barn clothes. I'm not the size I was last year or the year before. I'm smaller than last year's maternity clothes, yet still larger than the pre-baby clothes. I've been trying my best to stay positive in this situation. I teach year-round in the indoor arena, and it's much colder here in Pennsylvania than it is in Kentucky, I can assure you that. You would think that the indoor arena would be a nice break from the elements, but it is actually very cold because of the metal. By the time the sun sets, it ends up being colder inside than it is outside the barn. Another reason I would like to, I would like to win the uh, coveralls is that pink is my favorite color. I just revamped my website, and it is now pink, my signature color. I had a new logo designed as well, and it is a pink spur. How cute would my logo be embroidered on those coveralls? <laughs> now she anyway. wanted me to embroider them. <laughs> Check out my new site at eight, at uh, com, and thanks for the opportunity to enter the contest, Deanna. Have you looked at her website since she redesigned it? I Unfortunately, I have not. Go there quick uh, while I read the next one, and, and you'll, <laughs> you'll see what she's saying. It's pink. Really, really pink. And the next one is our winner. It's the one I ended up choosing, and uh, I, I did talk to her the other day, and actually I'm going to try calling her now and see if we can get her on for a little bit. Uh, her name is Jane Kritzer, and I believe she's from Nebraska. Uh, and, and she says, Hi, I would love to get a pair of the pink overalls and give my 11-year-old daughter. This has been a very difficult year for us as I was hurt by a colt with a shattered pelvis. But it was due to this accident, uh, multiple myeloma, bone marrow cancer was discovered. For seven months, I was without a hip, and now I have just undergone a stem cell transplant to try and get the cancer in remission. I am a single mother and it's going to be difficult Xmas this year with all the bills adding up. My little girl has been a trooper doing all the chores as we have still have eight horses to feed. Please consider this email for the giveaway. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so she's had a tough time, and... Um, I thought of that little girl out there having to do the barn in, in Nebraska. It gets cold. I think they just had snow yesterday. So so that's why I ended up choosing uh, Jane, and, and um, we'll give her a call. Did you check out Deanna's site there? I did check out Deanna. Isn't it pink? <laughs> oh, my God, it's pink. It is pink. very pink. <laughs> it's cute. It's really cute. It I, is I cute. Love the it's... Shoes next to, uh, I, I love it. I love the, the graphics. It, she did a great job. Yeah, you, you can see it at Deanna. Castro, just like it sounds, .com. You can check out her site. But in the meantime, let's give Jane a call and see how things are in Nebraska. And I want to let her know that that the uh, overalls have shipped, so they should be on the way to her. Oh, she's going to be so excited. Yeah, I th you know, it, it, 
I, I you know, just, 11 years old is a tough time, is a tough age anyway. So. Right. And then take tab all that added off. responsibility. And eight horses is no small amount of horses either. To, oh, to not in Nebraska them. anyway. Right. <laughs> so, Florida maybe, but. Lots of place to ride in Nebraska, though. It's nice and flat. And mm. It's, uh. So we'll see if she picks up here. If she doesn't, I'll drop her an email and let her know that uh, her overalls are on the way. Her daughter's name is Emily, by the way. All right. Well, Emily's going to be a little happier this Christmas. Hello? Hi, Jane. I, I rang for a long time, but we finally got you here. You're on with, <laughs> you're on with Helena also. Hello. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Well, Thank you know you. what? I wanted to call and let you know that your uh, overalls are actually Emily, right? Right. Uh, that's em- Emily, my daughter's my her, daughter's name is Emily. Yeah. Her overalls are on the way. They were shipped today. They should be there on the twenty third. Oh, great! So, so let's cool. hope they fit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and we got oh, I would say probably six inches of snow, and it's been very cold. So she'll really look forward to using those. Now, are you in the <laughs> part of Nebraska? I think all of Nebraska is like this, but you're in Nebraska, right? Yes, I am. You're in the flat yes. part. Yeah, um, eastern part. Um, I'm probably 85 or 90 miles north uh, west of uh, Omaha. And it's flat there, like. Pretty flat, yeah. You can see forever, and you're in tornado uh, country. Uh, I don't think it's tornado country so far, so much here as it is down in Kansas. So, okay. yeah. So, Glenn, what are you obsessed with the flatness of Nebraska for? I don't know. You know, I just remember. That's what I remember about Nebraska is, is you it's, drive it's forever. It's flat. It's flat. Yeah, it's pretty flat. And the roads are in straight. Gallop. <laughs> That's right. That way. That's right. And you know what? As we drive through there, my wife goes, you could ride forever here. There's no fences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except the part I'm at in the eastern part here, there is fences and there's trees and there's rivers and stuff. So oh, okay. it's right. a little bit more densely populated than the western part of Nebraska where the panhandle is. That you can drive forever and you see no, really nothing or no towns or anything. So. And the roads are so straight and square. You could fall asleep yeah. so easily driving on those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now you have eight horses. What kind of horses do you have? Um, I've got uh, quarter horses and paints. I have a, a stallion that I um, have been standing, but I've got him up for sale, too. Um, his, he's an own son of Zippo Pine Bar. Zippo Pine Bob is his registered name. And uh, he's a, oh, just a super Western pleasure sire, and uh, he's produced um, um, uh, superior Western pleasure babies and multiple ROM babies. And, and with my health and everything... Um, I've got him right now listed in the quarter journal for sale, and and uh, I had I, I was up to thirteen or fourteen horses last year when all this happened to oh, me, geez. and and so um, my son, who's in the army, um, he's stationed at Fort Riley, Kansas, came up and would take one horse at a time and train and work it and um, get you know one at a time sold and. And uh, so right now I'm down to a um, couple riders and um, a couple uh, yearling and a two-year-old that needs to be broke and three broodmares and a stud. So it's just a... You know, we always said we had a big farm and we always said that after you get six horses, the work just triples. It does. (laughs) It just seems to triple after that. You know, the first six you can get by, but then after that, it just seems like work after that. 
Oh, it does. It does. So, so Emily like said, must be quite a kid if she's ended up uh, having to help you out and do all this yeah. work, which is one of the reasons yep. I picked you out of 60 here, That uh, because because I just imagine her having to be out there and, and doing yeah. her thing with the horses. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and like the last couple of days, it's been like minus five or something outside in the morning. And, you know, when she has, has to go out and do chores before school and, you know, the we we've tried to make it streamlined for the three brood mares are out on round bales right now, and uh, but she's been uh, giving them a fork full of alfalfa off of a round bale, so they get some better nutrition. And then then um, the I've got a open front building with runs in it, and those she can just uh, dump the feed out to them. And then the studs in the barn, and she doesn't mess with the stud. I have a neighbor come over. A neighbor comes over and moves a, moves a stud and now the barn for me. And uh, then her mare and then my son has a mare that comes in and out of the barn because those two are the show horses. So they get extra um, tender loving care for some reason or another. But, you know, so that's that's kind of how my setup is. I've got um, eight stalls in the barn, but only three are being used right now. So we try to make it so everything else is outside and doesn't need... um the stalls cleaned yeah, or anything the, like that. The, the daily attention like that. Yep, yep. You know what I mean. So well, Yeah, we yeah. do. Don't we, Helena? <laughs> <laughs> Helena um, just actually started in her own new barn, and, and so she's she's going to be experiencing all of that uh, over the next uh, year or two for sure. Well, we certainly oh, wow. appreciate you being on with us, and, and Merry Christmas, and hang in there. Uh, our prayers oh, are with you, so you and, and your family, and uh, we hope for a speedy recovery for you. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate the gift for my daughter. And uh, like I said, I know she's going to really appreciate that in this cold weather. So. Well, and you know what? If she gets stuck in a snowdrift, you'll be able to find her. Yep. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> you tell Emily Merry Christmas as well. Okay. Merry Christmas to everybody. So. All right. Bye, Jane. And thank you. Goodbye. All right. Helena, I think you have your mute on. I do have my mute on. I took <laughs> daughter screaming in the next room, and oh, okay. my husband's home from. Well, everybody in Boston was told to just leave, and well, that's you know. because the two two what is it? Last year when we when we were up there, we had that huge storm, and and traffic was tied up for eight hours, and it was a mess because everybody left at once, and yeah, well, that's what they were saying this year. They told people just don't even come in because everybody's going to leave early, and then they're going to have another you know big traffic jam. Nightmare. Um, yeah, so well, we should wrap this up. We should. Uh, I'm glad Jane won. Uh, you, I feel bad for her. She was uh, having a tough time talking about selling her horse there. That was tough. I know, I know. Tough, but I but she, she can beat it. You know, we horse people were tough. That's right. We're tough. We're tough. And they can fix it. They yeah. can fix her. She can beat it. She's got, it sounds like she's got two wonderful kids and she's got horses in her life. So she's got more work to do I have yeah, a she feeling. probably can't imagine what it would be like right now going through what she's going through without the horses because it, right. it does give you something else to focus on yep yep so well we're gonna Helena, say some prayers for her and her family we wish you a very Merry Christmas thank you and the family and a great trip south if you finally when you finally when, when you finally start <laughs> heading south out of the snow you'll appreciate the warmth of the south oh by the way I just wanted to let you know it's 66 degrees here today. 
Yeah, whatever. You've already had two <laughs> snowstorms, okay? You live in Kentucky, and you had two but, snowstorms. But the nice part about that is they go away, and then it gets to be 66 degrees again. That's fine. That's... Well, your wife sent me a text, a, a photo. What do you call it? She texted me a picture. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. Of, and she wrote on the windshield of a car, I love the South. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was snow all over the place. Well, uh, uh, we also were looking forward to a, a fun new year at Stable Scoop with a lot of new stuff, a lot of cool things planned and shows planned for next year. And our audience is growing. And we just want to thank everybody for listening and tell your friends about us and have a fabulous Christmas and a good new year. There, there probably will not be a Stable Scoop show. We should mention that the next week as uh, we're both doing our thing and we're going to take a week off for the New Year's week there. And we'll be back the first week of January. So have a great holiday, everybody. Enjoy your horses. Feed them. That's right. Make some mash. Bring them out. Bring the mash out to the horses and enjoy the sound of them crunching at Christmas. And we will talk to you in the new year. All right, Helena. Have a great trip. Thank you. Merry Christmas.